basics in terms of simplistic thoughts or truths, but basics in terms of the core building blocks of life. It is not difficult for me to get motivated to prepare messages on a whole variety of subjects. I love to teach on themes that traverse the landscape of human experience. Over the years, I have tackled topics such as Christians in the marketplace, Christians in a sex-crazed culture, handling personal finances, and developing healthy relationships. I have been privileged to give messages on many books of the Bible and speak on a vast array of themes and topics. But of all these, none is more important than what we will focus on in this study. From time to time, we need to strip away all the extraneous material and get right to the heart of the Christian message. This core message of the Christian faith has transformed my life. It grips me every time I have an opportunity to communicate it. Whether I am talking with one person over a cup of coffee, leading a small group, or teaching a few thousand people, it really doesn't make any difference. It is the same life-changing message every time. A Wide-Angle View 1. If you knew it was your last chance to speak your heart, what would you say to a family member or friend who was not a Christ follower? A Biblical Portrait Read Genesis 3, 1-21 through 21. 2. After Adam and Eve ate the fruit and disobeyed God, the way they looked at everything changed. What shift occurred in the way they viewed one of the following? How they viewed themselves, how they viewed each other, how they viewed their God. 3. Adam and Eve saw God slaughter innocent animals so that he could make clothing to cover their nakedness and shame. What did Adam and Eve learn about one of the following? Their condition, God's view of sin, the price of sin. Sharpening the Focus, the Passover Lamb God told Moses that every Israelite family must sacrifice a lamb and place the blood of that lamb on the doorpost of their home. If they would not, the firstborn male of their home would die when the angel of death came over Egypt. Imagine you are transported back in time to Egypt in the days of Moses. You are in a pasture as a Jewish father is taking his 12-year-old son out to find a one-year-old lamb. What are we doing, Dad? the boy asks. We are going to get a prize sheep. What for, Dad? You will see. They find the best lamb in the flock and bring it back to the shed. The boy sees his dad get the machete. What are you going to do, Dad? the boy asks again. I am going to slaughter the lamb. What did the lamb do, Dad? The father thinks long and hard and tries to form his words very carefully. Son, the lamb didn't do anything, but our nation has sinned against God. He is about ready to exercise justice and pass judgment on all of us. But God said that if we find an innocent third party, an innocent unblemished lamb, the lamb's blood will act as a covering for us. The son thinks about this and says, Dad, that sounds very unfair. What happens if we don't sacrifice the lamb? With a solemn look at his son, the father speaks the truth. If we don't sacrifice the lamb and place its blood on the doorpost of our house, you will die before morning. 4. 
If you were that son talking to his father, what would you say to your dad at this point in the conversation? How would you feel if you were the son? 5. If you were the father, how would you explain the necessity of the lamb being sacrificed? A perfect sacrifice is coming. More than 700 years BC, the prophet Isaiah broadcast a news brief that spread across the land. Isaiah started talking about a new sacrifice, an ultimate sacrifice, the final sacrifice. He said that an innocent third party would once again pay the price for sinful people. But this time, the sacrifice would be radically different. It would not be a lamb, but an innocent human. See Isaiah 53, 1-7. Centuries before it would happen, Isaiah pointed to a perfect sacrifice that would be paid to...